Well, here we are at the end of another week. Week two of the war between Israel and Hamas. A war that Hamas started. An attack on innocent people that Hamas started in the most brutal way possible. A time when even the media had to bite its tongue and say, maybe Hamas is a real terrorist organization. Maybe what they did crossed all lines of humanity. But the moment they had a chance to flip the switch, they did. And politicians and media alike are no longer on Israel's side on a war of morality. Welcome back to the Rant Network. I'm David Solomon. He is Stuart Brisgell. We're going to dive into these raw, unfiltered issues as usual, spending the news, pop culture, beyond, politics, and beyond. That's our normal mantra. But for the last two weeks, it's been on the war that Hamas started with Israel. Today, we're going to be dissecting another layer of, t- of absurdities in modern life and in politics and in society. And this is a seriously deep-seated issue that is really split people. So we're here to keep it real, folks. So don't hide. Don't be shy. Don't be nervous. Raise your voice. You're tuned into the RAND Network. So, Stuart, one of the things that's interesting about our countries is that there's a tremendous wave of pro-Palestinian. And I would say that it would, even Jews alike would be pro-Palestinian. The line is pro-Hamas. The line is the supporting a terrorist organization, calling for the eradication of Israel using mantras like from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. And we see these posters and we see these comments, not just from Hollywood, which I'll get to later, not just from the protesters in universities, but the The fact that you could take a story, a news story, that was completely rejected, but the moment you could attack Israel, you could, and it just shows the true color, Stuart, of the politicians on both sides of our border. And the question is now, what do we do about people like, oh, oh, Rashida Tlaib? Stuart, what do we do? You know, first of all, let's understand this. Let's take a flashback to 1933, where another type of social democratic party took power in Germany. The promises, the blame, the polarization of a nation. But the big difference with the likes of a Rashid Tlaib is that She's a member, by default, of the Hamas Ayatollah Khomeini terrorist machine. In fact, some of her colleagues are moving to censor Rashid Tlaib from any Israel briefings. Because we actually think she's providing information to the enemy of the United States of America. Seems a heck of a lot more important than January 6th, but not to the Democrats. Because if they go to admit how vile, wretched, and polarizing to the neo-Nazi party, Rashid Tlaib, Omar, AOC, and on and on and on, it would probably sink any Likelihood that they might get elected next term. President Joe Biden tried to eloquently speak, but the message was clear. 
according to the United States services, intelligence, Hamas bombed itself. It didn't bomb a hospital, it bombed a parking lot. Yet Rashid Tlaib continues to tow the line of the Hamas party, which is the party under the Ayatollah Khomeini. Don't think for a second that the Ayatollah Khomeini doesn't have his finger on every single pawn throughout the Islamic world. He does. Like anyone who's preaching article number seven, death to all Jews. Not death to Israeli. Sorry, David. Not death to Israel. That's included there, as well as death to little and big Satan, the United States of America, and death to all infidels. It specifically says in line number seven, death to all Jews. Called out. That's the radical form of Islamic faith, which has been growing steadily since 1980. So for 43 years, it is, you know, when, when someone says Yasser Arafat wasn't radical enough, I think maybe Rashid Tlaib is more radical than the former president or the founder of the Palestinian organization, the PLO. But Rashid Tlaib continues to spew the press releases from Hamas. How in the world was this able to happen? These social democrats are encouraging everyone for coming into the country from Somalia, Syria, which in some cases isn't bad. I know some doctors that came in from Syria, some doctors that came in from Lebanon, strong Muslim faith people but have no desire to be a part of this radical Islam that Rashid Tlaib is. She is what you would call a radical Islamist terrorist. She's preaching hatred from her position in government, inciting violence, riots, and uprisings in the United States. I'm sorry, insurrection or death to Jews? Man, Don't who call cares? it insurrection. There was only been one insurrection January 6th. I understand, David. I, I said that. <laughs> I, I'm comparing an, an incited insurrection to, ah, let's burn and kill Jews again. You know, no difference to this woman because the Jews don't count. But anything else counts and matters. The, you know, Fetterman, who can barely enunciate his own name, even called out Omar and Rashid and the Klan because they're a terrorist organization operating in the United States. You know, it's kind of funny, David. One more side note before I hand it off to you. Why won't Egypt, Jordan, Syria, Iran, Iraq take in any of these Hamas terrorists? Why won't they accept them into Dubai, UAE, or Saudi Arabia? Because they rid their countries of radical Islam. Because it is a mutation of a religion, an ideology that needs to be terminated. Because otherwise, I don't know, the Saudi prince would welcome them in. 
the Jordanian king. No, they should stay in their land. Well, you know what, David? The Palestinians have land. They have the West Bank. They have the South Gaza. They have beautiful land. They have oceanfront views. Go to Gaza. Go to Tel Aviv. I've been to the, the, the you know, 1700s in Gaza. I've been to the new century in Tel Aviv. Why is that? The billions and trillions of dollars pouring into Gaza and the West Bank, it's mind-boggling. But you know what? Women like Rashid Tlaib profit. In fact, I want to make calls to everyone to call your congressmen and senators to ask to investigate the fundraising arm of Rashid Tlaib and everyone that may be on a watch list that's donating money. Because it's my belief that anyone so ideologically driven in the United States is receiving money from the Ayatollah Khomeini, an enemy of the United States of America and the entire world. Wake up, America. Stuart, you know, it's interesting, your approach. I'm going to give you a slightly different angle about this. And this is something that is really hitting me where you have, you know, Rashida Tlaib, who, let's be realistic, is uh, not even close to your area. This is my liberal (laughs) member of parliament. This is Samir Zuberi, a piece of trash. He's the one who helped incite, incite the riots at Concordia University when Benjamin Netanyahu came here a number of years ago. He is the one who has claimed, he's walked into my synagogue with a hand of friendship, but I think there was a knife in my back. This person, I won't even call him a gentleman, I will call him a person, when asked after the attack last week, two weeks ago, the, the absolute horrific death of the babies, the mothers, do you name it, refused to acknowledge and say one word about it. Instead, he was commenting about occupied Palestine. Now, now him and several MPs are, are trying to push Justin Trudeau to force this so-called ceasefire. He apparently he battled tears about the butchery of innocent children. But not a word, not a word about the Israeli children that were butchered? That's a better word. Bombed? I understand that they were bombed, and I really feel terrible. But to blame Israel is the mantra of these Hamas supporters. Samir Zuberi, Rashida Tlaib, Stewart, do not uphold the values that you and I are supposed to uphold. When they go and they become congressmen or MPs, they have to swear an oath to their country. Neither are upholding it. Because if you're supporting Hamas, you're supporting terrorism, not just in Israel, but here as well. Because that's the next step. And the sickening thing is the rampant anti-Semitism that they spew is going un, you know, unfettered, unaccountable. Rashida Tlaib simply stood up and blamed Israel, as you said, for the bombing of a hospital, even though it was disproven by Israeli and U.S. intelligence. Listen, I can't blame Rashida Tlaib and Samir Zuberi and all the rest of these anti-Semites because you still don't have a retraction from Reuters. 
the New York Times, they won't retract it. So they are feeling justified in everything that they do. Look, these two were raised to hate Jews, period. These two were raised to want to destroy the state of Israel, period. There isn't an ounce of compassion in their veins towards humanity. When you see a terrorist organization do what they do, not a word about the 200 captive, captured. How about the Canadians that's still captured? How about the Americans that are still captured? How about the Canadians and Americans that were killed brutally? Not a word. The only words that they could spew are hate. There's a petition floating around, ladies and gentlemen, to get rid of Ilan Omar and Rashida Tlaib. It, they need 10,000 signatures. As of this morning, 9,200 plus. You want to know what? I don't know if it's going to matter. Because they, why would they quit? But until their leadership, when Justin Trudeau and Joe Biden, who have stamped, Joe Biden has stood with Israel. Not Justin. Justin talked about standing with Israel, but blamed Israel immediately to satisfy his eight liberal traitorous MPs. But Joe Biden, call him what you want, say what you want, stood with Israel, flew to Israel for 10 minutes. He was there. But neither have the intestinal fortitude to eliminate, get rid of, or bring in line radical, racist members of parliament or congressmen. And Stuart, that makes me ill. David, we're in a time... We're talking to a good friend of mine who is or was a former federal agent way up in that security land says there's more chatter today about violence to Jews all over the world in the intelligence community than ever before. No, think about that comment. Six million people died 75 years ago. Doesn't matter. Stuart, it's, it's, it's more than 75 years ago, but the problem, unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, is simple. According to many, a good Jew is a dead Jew. Mm-hmm. Said this before, and it's disgusting to have to bring that up again. But it's fascinating, Stuart, as we've gone again past our 15 minutes that we normally promise. But this is such an emotional passion. It isn't, you know, we've talked about this. This is not Jew versus Arab. Because I have to tell you, Stuart, I have Arabic friends. I have Muslim friends. So do I. Okay. And there are several who have come up to me and said, when will this ever end? They're not asking for a ceasefire. They're not. Because they know what Hamas stands for. Ladies and gentlemen, today it's a day that you need to scream loudly on your social media platforms. Your friends, they need to know the truth. Not the veiled truth. Not the truth that, that some of these media and politicians, and by the way, we did even talk about where, why is Hollywood so quiet? Why are they so quiet all of a sudden? Where are all the movements that were so pro, and all of a sudden Israel's under attack, and they're very quiet. They're complicit too. Because I will quote Joe Biden, silence is complicity. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, with that, Stuart, any last words? Thank you, to, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in today to the, to the Rant Network. We trust that you found today's dialogue meaningful, helpful, 
you got something out of it. We'll be back Monday, Wednesday, and Friday next week, noon Eastern. Again, check us out on social media. Share your perspectives. Facebook's struggling with us in terms of how to share us because they don't understand where we even sit, even though we are in the middle. So please share these comments, share these videos, share this with everybody. We genuinely appreciate your feedback. Please send, continue to send them back to us. And until Monday, we hope you have an enjoyable and peaceful weekend.